You are going to hear things today like be your own hero, which might include gifting yourself the time to do the work. If you don't do the work, you will stay where you are. Ouch, right? A little bit of tough love coming your way. You can't master what you don't measure. So how are you measuring your sleep, your sleep quality? Optimize your night and win your day. How and why do we have expectations that we should be innovative, interesting, productive, you name it, during the day without the expectation of sleep being a necessity, a puzzle piece or a part of the equation that has to exist? Today, we will talk more about optimizing your nights to continue winning your days and provide tangible takeaways that you can start implementing today. Are you interested? (laughs) Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. All right, please help me welcome back Devin Burke international and TEDx speaker, best-selling author of The Sleep Advantage. We are on to part two of our talk together. We really covered some of why sleep is so important, how it affects all aspects of our health in part one. And now we want to dive into more of those tangible tips, more of the things that our listeners can walk away with today and start implementing. So welcome back, Devin. Uh, Thanks for having me back, Lindsay. I'm excited to talk tools and strategies with you. Right? Favorite part. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us what to do, Devin. We don't know. Yeah. So so in our first conversation, I kind of laid out the the three kind of buckets that we, when we work with clients, we address um, the psychology, the physiology, and the environment. So so let's kind of start maybe in the psychology. Um, And so we got to talk about stress when we're talking about psychology, because now your listeners know if they listen to the first conversation, that sleep and stress are bi-directionally linked, meaning the more stress you experience, the less rest you experience, the less rest you experience, the more stress you experience. So we need to address our stress. And the thing is, there's a lot, a lot of people don't even, aren't even aware of what is creating the stress for them. So the first step is to do a stress inventory and look at, well, what is creating the most stress in your life right now? Um, And how are you thinking about whatever that thing is? So this could look like writing a list down. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your relationship. Maybe it's your finances. Let's just create some awareness around where is some of this mental, emotional stress coming from. Then you could start to unpack it. Um, really important. So once you understand where your stress is coming from, then it's like, okay, well now what do I do? Now comes the hard work, which is changing how you relate to it. So in our academy, we have all of our clients practice practice mindfulness, a mindfulness practice. The reason is there's so much science, so much evidence um, to show 
that it has a tremendous impact on our stress and our sleep. And this doesn't have to look like a formal, you know, sitting down meditation. It can look like, you know, really anything that you bring your full attention to can be a form of meditation. There's so many different styles of meditation. Find one that works for you and stick to it. It's so, it'll, it'll, it'll change your life. It's so, so important. And so I, meditation can just be like exercise and, and nutrition. There's so many different ways to move our bodies. There's so many different diets. So have the curiosity. If you can get into a curious state of trying to find a style of meditation or mindfulness that you can, that resonates with you, that kind of works for you, whether that's through your church or through a meditation teacher or an, an app, start doing it because it, it, it really, when you consistently do it, it makes that big a difference on your level of stress. So that's, I'm going to interrupt you for a second, because two things going back to one awareness, when your clients walk through your doors, are you always a little bit surprised how much awareness there is not like that? <laughs> it kind of feels like a simple, somebody would have already walked through the door and done that exercise. And yet they're having an aha in your session together. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of this stuff is not rocket science. It's common sense, but we get so caught up in our busy life that we don't take the time to actually do some of the things that are foundational that actually would make a difference. Um, mm -hmm. So another thing is most people we found, we find that come to us that have sleep issues, they're going from, they're going from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. There's no break. There's no mental rest. Mm -hmm. And there's a distinction between rest and sleep you know, sleep is unconscious. Rest can be conscious. And oftentimes people say, well, I can't sleep because my mind's racing or I'm thinking about things and problem solving. I'm, I'm in my head, either thinking about what I could have done, should have done, need to do whatever it is. So there needs to be mental rest throughout the day. And if that mental rest, if there isn't time for that mental rest, it's going to be reflected in the night. It's, I like to give the analogy. It's like, all day, there's this momentum that builds in your mind and body. And that momentum needs to be discharged or needs to be slowed down. And then it speeds up and it slows down. It speeds up and it slows down. Most people just have it speed up all day long. And then they finally get to the end of the day. And now it's so much tension or pressure in their bodies. Their minds are going a million. They're just crazy. It takes so much then for the body to slip back into the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest the nervous system response. And so people's sort of switch from sympathetic, which is fight or flight to parasympathetic, that switch we find is, um, is a little stuck for most people. Mm -hmm. So practicing mental rest or just rest in general throughout the day helps manage the stress. Once you have the awareness around what's creating the stress and you're, you know, practicing some type of mindfulness, this is another layer of game-changing information. If people did this, create the space throughout your day, it'll make a huge difference on how your night looks. This is one of those areas that I think that people can go, I hear you. And they absolutely don't carve out the time for it still. Like it's almost one of those things like it works for him. It doesn't work for me. And I, I don't know how to keep emphasizing that 
piece. And I think when people hear meditation, to your point, they feel like it needs to be done a very specific way for a specific amount of time. Like you are truly saying you just need to carve out time that is not, you're not trying to get a task done. You're not trying to get creative. You're, you're resting. Yeah. And it could be five minutes. It could be like literally five minutes between what you just, whatever you were working on, like a transition moment where you take literally just be five minutes where you just stop and you just focus on your breathing and you're not on your phone texting. You're not checking your email. You're not like trying to solve a problem or come up with an idea. You're literally just being with yourself even for five minutes. And then after that, then jump into the next, whatever the next thing is. But most people just next all through their day, next, next, next day. And there's almost like, uh, we're running away from something. We're like running away from ourselves a lot of times. And it's like, you need to practice just, even if it's a couple of minutes, just be with yourself, just kind of check in. That's a form of rest. That's a form of self-care. And if you don't have five minutes, you don't have a life. And if, you know, seriously, so, you know, not trying to be a jerk, but yeah, it's just not true. Like we tell ourselves these stories. Oh, I'm so busy. I have kids. I have three businesses. I have this and that. It's like, okay, you're okay. So choose what, where, you know, draw some boundaries. <laughs> you know? Um, yes. it's, it, it is hard. It's, it is hard. It's not easy. It's not, but if you really want to see a change, you have to change, um, change your story and then change how you relate to the world. I apologize for the brief interruption, but as we head into the new year, I have a few encouragements to throw your way. Don't forget to fuel both your body and your brain as we think through positive actions that we could be taking into 2023. Yes, we need to work on healthy eating, on sleep, on movement. However, I also find it extremely important to feed and fuel our brain with motivational, inspirational content, people, messaging. What if every time you scrolled through social media, you had a word of encouragement waiting for you? A tip, an insight, a challenge that's going to inch you forward in your goals. What if we curated our social media, our social scene, our books, you get the point, to information that we are welcoming in, that's bettering our days? Well, one place you can start is by joining our free Direction Not Perfection community. You can direct message me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and just request to join the group or head over to healthaccountabilitycoach.com and there's a clickable link waiting for you that will direct you right into our group. So get excited. New fun things that I'm gearing up for in the new year. And one example is some live power coaching with another coach that I absolutely love and adore, Robin Sachs. She balances me out because she comes from a confidence and mindset coaching background. And we're going to take listeners' questions as well as volunteers who would like to be power coached. And we're going to do this live on LinkedIn, and I will be sharing the video in our direction, Not Perfection community, as well as other content that can be motivational, again, inspirational, just someplace that you can go to feel encouraged. I'm trying to set you up with as many tools as possible for this healthy, happy new year. And another way I'm doing this is with our interviewed guest today. So without further delay, let's get back to this interview. Yes. And this is where I want to highlight the fact that 
Everything you're saying is spot on and sounds somewhat easy, is incredibly difficult, and why your program would be so stinking important. Because as you are coming upon these barriers, there would be support, right? I like, I would love to hear how people are coming into your, is this a membership or is it a course? What, what is your, yeah. So it was the sleep Academy. Yeah. So sleep science Academy, it's, it's eight weeks. There's, there's education and then there's one-on-one support and group support. So I have coaches that people work with, and then I'd actually still do the group, the group coaching just because I love it. Um, and then we track everything. Because you can't master what you don't measure. So we use uh, the Aura Ring, which is a sleep tracking device that you wear on your finger. It's kind of like a sleep lab on your finger to show people when they're making these behavioral and psychological changes, how that impacts their sleep. And it creates some motivation because people say, oh, okay, I can actually see now that I created this five-minute space. Wow, my, my sleep did improve. I did get more deep sleep or REM sleep. Wow, that's interesting. And then they're like, okay, now I'm going to keep doing it. Um, so measuring sleep, if you want to, whatever you want to improve, it's important that you measure it. I don't think it's, you know, measuring sleep forever is useful, but when you're looking to improve something, you absolutely need to measure it um, because then it's going to create that feedback loop of, oh, I'm doing this and yeah, it's helping. And it's like, it's kind of like getting a blood test. It's like oh, changing my diet, high, high cholesterol wow, now it's lower. It's amazing. Um, so hopefully that, did that answer your question? <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Thank you. They know that they'd come okay. in and you do this virtually, right? Like this, no one is off the, the plate here as far as being able, they can come to you virtually through this and be served, right? Yeah. Yeah. We serve people all across the United States, um, sometimes globally, but re- mostly it's just in the U S which is amazing. Oh, okay. Let's keep going. I keep interrupting. <laughs> so we're back to buckets. Yeah. Started so it's a psychology bucket. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I could literally talk for, for weeks about just one of these buckets, but obviously we don't have weeks. So we'll move on to the next, the physiology uh, bucket. And so here it's really important for people to understand there's two things that impact sleep physiologically, two things it's light and temperature, light and temperature. So, so really simple, low, low hanging fruit. First thing in the morning, get outside. This helps w- wake up at the same time every day. This would help your circadian clock. We'll talk about circadian clock and then we'll talk about sleep pressure. Um, but getting light on your skin first thing in the morning and waking up at the same time is so important from a physiological standpoint for sleep health. Okay. Also, if you can watch the sunset, that's also really an amazing strategy to help that natural biorhythm stay synced. Most of us, there's statistics that show we spend most of our days inside looking at a computer or a TV or a phone. And it's like, no, 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 no. We need to get back into nature um, because it's one, it's healthy. It's going to help us sleep. And there was an interesting study that they took a bunch of insomniacs and they brought them into nature. And within a couple of days of just sleeping in a tent, you know, fire, no technology, there's a very, very high percentage of these people no longer had sleep issues. Just being in nature, breathing fresh air. It's not rocket science. Um, so, so yeah, so making sure that you're getting optimal light and then the blue light, most of it 
you know, we're watching Netflix, we're watching the news, we're checking our email. From these devices, the blue light, what it does is it stops the melatonin production, melatonin sleep hormone, right? But it's even more than that, it creates this hyper arousal as well in our brains. We're like comparing ourselves if we're on social media or we're like, it creates, we don't want to create arousal at the end of the night. We want to mm-hmm. de-stimulate which is another aspect of the physiology. We're so stimulated all the time. And we live in this culture that's just constant stimulation. And most people are completely overstimulated and they need to destimulate. Um, so, so that's the light piece, a little bit about the light piece, then the temperature piece. So our body temperature needs to drop two to three degrees Fahrenheit for sleep to happen. So you want to support the body temperature dropping towards the end of the night. How you could do this is take a hot shower or a warm bath. What what that does is it actually will drop the core body temperature because the blood's going to pull out to your extremities. Um, There's some some interesting little studies that show like wearing wool socks actually to bed because it kind of pulls the the blood away from the core. But you want to support the body, healthy body temperature regulation. Um, That's one easy way of doing that storm shower. Exercise too close to bedtime, not a good idea because it warms the body up. And again, the body temperature needs to drop. So if you're exercising late at night, that could be one of the reasons why, yes, it's great for stress management. It's super healthy to do, Mm -hmm. but it can mess with your sleep. Alcohol heats the body up. Most people have a nightcap. It's the last thing you want to do before you go to sleep. Because it heats, again, it heats the body up. It also dehydrates the body. Um, so I could go on and on about the physiology here. I'll, I'm going to take a, I'm going to stop for a moment. Um, is, does, is this making sense? It is making total sense. And I, I do feel like here we go again. And I just need our listeners to go. It's the overwhelm time, right? It's the, mm. oh, I do all of it. I do have a glass of wine at night. I do exercise later in the evening. And this is mm. what just fits my lifestyle at the moment. Like, yeah, keep talking to us. Like we are your clients sitting in front of you with panic dyes. <laughs> so, so here, here's what I would say. You don't have to cut out the, the alcohol. So it's the timing makes a difference and quality makes a difference. So if you love to have your, I love red wine and tequila. So drink the high quality, like if you're going to drink wine, biodynamic organic wine. Um, there's a great company called Dry Farm Wines. You can get, they send you a box. It's amazing. It's affordable. Um, you drink high quality stuff that's not loaded with sulfites and things that actually will, are toxic, more toxic. Timing, just have it earlier versus later. Mm. And maybe just don't make it a habit not every night, maybe one or two nights out of the week versus five, right? So it's not all or nothing here. It's what are you willing to do in order to achieve your goals? Or if sleep is important to you, what are you what are you willing to do to improve your sleep? And some things you're willing to do, some things you're not, that's okay. No judgment here. I'm just telling you what you could do. Uh, so, um, and then, you know, with the exercise, if that's the only time you have, then maybe just you, there's a, maybe a different form of exercise that doesn't, you know, again, it's, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just giving you some, some suggestions around what you could do and then experiment with it and see what works. I mean, this is the thing. It's all about experimentation. It's all about experimentation. It's not about 
doing it right or wrong or trying to be perfect. And it's just around, hey, let me try some of these things on, see how it affects your sleep, see how that affects your next day, and then decide, hey, is that make can I get creative with my uh my schedule or my what I'm doing or not doing? Yes. Thank you. I love how you're laying this out. This is the direction, not perfection thing that I am. I'm going to blanket over everything in life and it's working with sleep as well. It's what you're saying, very individualized and we get to experiment and try it. And if it works, awesome. Keep going. And if it doesn't permission, full permission to lay that down and try something else. That's it. So be honest, I mean, this is, this is the real truth. We were trained to in school to learn, to look to the person, the teacher, their teacher has the answers. So literally that's how people operate is they look, okay, well, you studied this or you have certain credentials or whatever it is, you have all the answers. And I like to empower people. I have some answers, but you have way more answers than I have. So, you know, you know yourself better than anyone else. And if not, then it's time to get to know yourself you know, that's the thing. It's like people want just tell me what to do. And yes, we can point you in the right direction, but then it's, you have to figure out like fill in the blanks. Right. Um, and cause it's, it's yeah. not, it's, there's so much going on and there's, it's, it's, it is complicated and trying to make it simple can be challenging, but you have to, you have to just take it step by step. You do. And you had mentioned you have to understand, you know, your results to know you have to have some measuring stick of understanding is what I'm doing working or not. And that is completely the same in weight loss world and fitness. Like, why the heck would we stay motivated to keep doing what we're doing if we have no idea if it's working or not? And it's actually an area I'm even really diving into with my own members right now, because I think that we can hear it and say, I should be tracking. And yet, some of us aren't. And it's like, I don't care how you track, but you got to figure it out. And to your point, like the aura ring, maybe it's their Apple watch, maybe it's their right. Fitbit. And maybe you can talk on that too. Like, do you really feel like one over the other, or is it just anything that's giving you a visual of your sleep is, yeah. is a bonus? Well, I mean, it's good, better, best, right? Anything you have tracking it is, is going to be good. There are better devices that are more accurate uh, the Aura Ring, I believe, is the most accurate sleep tracking device. It's not the best overall fitness or you know wellness device, but when it comes to sleep, it does put off very consistent metrics. Um, but the Apple Watch has gotten a lot better for sure. And there's Fitbits and there's Whoop straps and there's all kinds of you know fitness trackers out there. Um, so anything over time. You know, it's that's really you're never really looking at just we we never look at just one night or even one week of sleep. It's over several weeks. And that consistent data, whatever it is that you're using, can be useful if you're looking at it over time versus just one night. So mm-hmm. but again, you don't want to you don't want to obsess about it either, because this that's not useful or helpful. If you're obsessing, oh, wake up, oh my sleep score is terrible. This is horrible. I don't know what to do. It's like, no, that's that's not. It, that's not how it's not a good relationship to your <laughs> whatever it is, right? You're making you're putting all this meaning around it and stressing you out. And that's not what I'm talking about either. It's if you're gonna track something, at least work with an expert or understand it at a level to to make those improvements so that you don't get stuck there. Cause sometimes tracking isn't helpful for people because it's like, oh well, every day it tells me I 
don't get enough sleep, but it doesn't tell me what to do. So, so it's kind of that, that there's that as well. Which is where you come into play. And just tell our listeners, like, are there, do you have a podcast, by the way? I should know this. Well, I, I put out a lot of content on YouTube and we just repurpose some of it on a podcast. It's not consistent. Let me just put it that way, but it has a lot of good information on there. I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, this is where I could see a listener going, okay, I'm loving this information. I'm going to go dip my toe in the water and keep listening to Devin through. So YouTube would be a good place to go find you. Absolutely. Yeah. YouTube, a lot of good, really just quick sort of between, I would say four and eight minute videos that go deep, like a lot deeper on all the things that we, we touched on today. Um, So that would be a good place for people to start. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm seeking for a moment. Cause I'm just picturing, I know we've kind of gone around a lot of awesome information and just reining people back. If you heard nothing, like keep going with your recommendations on where to start. Keep following you would be my recommendation. <laughs> what are yours? Oh, I appreciate it. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, the thing is it's, um, don't get over. If you feel like this was overwhelming, just take like one or two things that like let, stuck with you and just run with those because that would be an improvement. So, mm-hmm. you know, at, at our Academy, there's people get a lot of information. They get a lot of support, a lot of tools, And we always say at any point, if anything feels frustrating or overwhelming or confusing, just stop because it's not useful. And then just refocus on the one thing that you know that you can commit to that would make a difference. And you know what that is. And the people listening to this know what that is. So just just do that and then build from there. Yeah, I like And then I'm picturing for the person who is way further ahead in their journey and going, this is amazing that something like this exists. I've already done so many other things that aren't working for me. I'm picturing your sleep academy being the next step. Do you do kind of a a consultation call or how how does one start there? Yeah, yeah. So um, we do free consults. I mean, it's uh, it's really it has to be a fit for us. And we have a ninety seven percent success rate because we really qualify people to like say, hey, like we can help you because we unfortunately some people we can't help depending on the type of sleep issue they have and where they're at. But mostly our clients, we hear this all the time. I've tried everything and nothing's worked. And what we tell people is, you've tried everything that treated the symptoms, but you never have addressed the root cause. And that's what we do at Sleep Science Academy. We give you the tools and the support to really understand what are the root cause or causes. And then how do you bring those back into balance so that you your body knows how to sleep? At some point, your body could sleep. So it's just a matter of getting you know yourself usually out of the way to allow your body to do what it knows how to do. And that's what we we help people do at Sleep Science Academy. Oh, this is so exciting. Truly. I could, we need to part three, but I, I'm going to wrap us up. And I feel like if you could send our listeners going out with something that you hope and pray that they heard today, what would kind of be your send off thoughts? I would say my send off thoughts would be if you're not focused on improving sleep as a part of your wellness, I would say, I hope that you heard me and you're now excited about improving it. Hopefully it's a little sexier now than it was before. And for for people that are having issues with their sleep, just know that um, you can solve it because there's so many people that really have really bad sleep issues and they get in this place of hopelessness that, oh, I've tried everything. Nothing's worked. I'm doomed. Genetic, 
you know, I, I'm here to tell you it's not, you could figure it out. Um, and we see it every single week with our clients. If you're willing to put in the work because it does take work. So if you want to stay in that place of victimhood and tried everything, we can't help you. But if you want to do work and you want to get to the root cause, there's absolutely um, a way out. No lost causes, right? That's right. But people have to be their own heroes. That's the thing. So, so you know, if if you're not willing to do the work, then you're going to stay exactly where you are. And no one can help you. That's the truth. Do you feel like you give a lot of tough love in your sessions? I I do because people need it. So, you know, I yeah, I mean, I can be I can be pretty tough sometimes. <laughs> but but it's all, all coming people, from a loving spot. That's right. That's right. I just I'm just telling people, hey, listen, I'm I'm not here to be your friend. I'm I'm here to get you a result. And um yeah. and so yeah, but at the end of the day, it's it's just it's all play. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Yes. Well, head over audience to Amazon and grab the sleep advantage. I love your tagline, which we haven't mentioned yet. And now that I'm looking at my, to optimize your night and to win your day. Like if we don't optimize our night, then how do we keep expecting to thrive through our days? So that's, so that's right. And we do it one third of our entire lives. We're asleep. So why wouldn't you focus on improving that one third to make the other two thirds that much better? I mean, it just makes, makes sense. Right. Right. So good. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your time, your wisdom and stay in touch. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. This topic served any purpose for you or you can picture that exact person who needed this. I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2022 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping that open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life. Cheers to health and happiness.